and welcome to another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science from him in the noisy chair. It's the only abnormal thing about him. It's his noisy chair. Maybe it's not the chair. Maybe it is his butt. Nobody will ever know. Normal Ron. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm Ron. Um, somebody the other day was saying they wished that we'd put, like, because I put this on YouTube, but just, you know, with a placeholder picture. And somebody was saying, oh, I wish you'd put the video of the records on. And that dancing would have been a really good yeah. moment of it. But uh, more, a uh, hundred more patrons before we ever do that. Yeah, I think we'd need a producer at that point to sync up video and noises. Like, it's just not viable as a workload, is it? Anyway, hello everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Lex Education, the comedy science programme with me, Ron, and her, Laura Lex. Hello, I'm Laura Lex. Um, I feel really sick. I've eaten so much butternut squash. and it's Laura, we spoke 20 minutes ago. Why have you just been gorging on gourds since then? I did. I actually ate them before we did the other record, but the sickness has only just come on now. Can you get butternut squash I don't think poisoning? so. The other day, I was playing Dungeons and Dragons with some friends of mine, um, and in the town, I, I'm the dungeon master, in the town that they live in, there's a woke armory, um, and it's all like swords with vegan leather handles and stuff. It's very, very funny. Um, and we, they, they went in there, and someone was serving them canapes that were made out of pumpkin, and then everyone on my D&D stream just saw me go shit and run out of the room because the three hours where I've been playing D&D there was just some butternut squash in the oven <laughs> yeah oh that was oh yeah they were like little black cups <laughs> yeah oh nice I do mine in the air fryer Ooh. now it's much quicker uh, anyway, I said we'd do very little preamble because most yeah. of the episode is preamble. Anyway, we've got some thank yous. We've got a thank you to Justronomicon for your lovely review on Canadian Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much for leaving your review. Um, apparently, Justronomicon works in a lab and Lex Education reminds them why they love science. That, so that's I nice. Think we, we can pack up and go home. No. Yeah, we won't because we want no. your love and attention, but we could. Um, so thank you very much for your review. Um, happy birthday. We've got a birthday sh- shout out. Um, <laughs> he said shout out. <laughs> Becky was shout Tom out this week. <laughs> Tom's just texting me about Mackie's diarrhea. Just Stop ruining said. Becky's birthday. <laughs> Talking about your dog's broken arsehole. <laughs> Happy birthday, Becky! (laughs) And if you've got a birthday or a bodily function coming up, let us know. It won't be worse than this one. Happy birthday, Becky. (laughs) We hope you have a shit-free birthday. We hope you have Um, one to three shits on your birthday. Don't wish constipation (laughs) on lovely Becky. No, yeah, no birthday constipation. Ron, you're quite behind in your birthday drawing. I didn't know I was going to be doing that every time. (laughs) Well, it's become a feature now, so you've got to go on with it. I'm coming to visit you. Um, In fact, I'll be there as people are listening to this. So um, I'll make you do them while I'm there. Um, 
So there you go. And hello to all the patrons, Fab Rats. Hello, you legends. How did you like the geography lesson? Hope you enjoyed it over the weekend. If you want an extra Lex Education in your ears every month, join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Lex Education. And um, there is a shiny episode all about Mexico sitting in there ready for you to listen. Just £3 a month. We're trying to keep it as cheap as Patreon advises. Any cheaper than that, <laughs> I think we lose money technically. But um, And the more people that join, the more episodes we'll be able yes. to put out extra so do join there um that's it for notes up top a trigger warning on today's episode or a content warning we are discussing cancer in today's episode obviously we're not glib about the idea of people getting cancer but this is a comedy podcast and we are discussing what cancer is from a scientific perspective if that's likely to upset you or is a little bit too close to home for you maybe just avoid today's episode and um we will love you another time but just a heads up that that is going to be discussed secondary today. trigger warning raggedy Oh, yeah. If you are scared of a wood gnome from Rupert the Bear, also give this episode a miss. Anyway, enjoy the episode. We love you very much. Bye. Ron, I think I'm going to have to become one of those people that has nothing on their desk except their computer. My desk is so messy and it's ridiculous. Mm. In fact, my whole office is disgustingly messy. Like, I always used to wonder why Dad's office was a trash heap all the time. And now I'm just turning into him. Yeah, I have that. Except my desk is very tidy. Um, But then the room that I'm in is hell. (laughs) Why is the room you're in hell? Because of all the trash. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, this whole room's a mess. And because I come up here and I do work, and then I finish my work and I go back downstairs, and then I just leave crud everywhere. Mm. It's just covered in crud constantly. I think I just need to have nothing on the desk, and then it will be really obvious when crud is starting to build. Yeah, that's kind of the the approach that I've gone for. I, I, you know, very. I've got three plants. I have a coaster. And I have a small wooden zebra. Oh, I just found a load of Vaseline in my ear. Weird being you, isn't it? (laughs) I did put the Vaseline in there, but now I've found it again. I thought I'd washed it all out. Oh my God, my ear is so slippery. (laughs) What are we learning today, Look at my small wooden zebra. Hang on, I can't... Where have you gone? Oh, that's cute. I've got a hippo that would go really well with that. Have you had it since you were a kid? Uh, my friend Lucy Knight gave it to me when I was at secondary school. I've had this zebra since I was a child, and I don't know where it came from. And then I asked mum and dad recently, thinking that they'd be like, yeah, that came from your grandfather in Africa or something like that. And they were like, well, I don't know. <laughs> We'd stop paying attention by the time you were born. Yeah, it's a mystery heirloom. But it's I'm quite a mystery zebra. I'm quite fond of it. Oh, it's quite cute that you're calling it an heirloom. <laughs> that <laughs> is the closest we're going to get to heirlooms in our family, I think. Yeah. Um... My God, look at the trash here. I'm just surrounded by chocolate orange boxes. That ah. sounds very self-inflicted. <laughs> yeah, there's just trash everywhere. Do you want a pouch full of photos of me and Will Duggan? Yeah. Here you go. Look, thousands of pictures of me and Will. Oh, they're Will. not even you together. 
No. Oh, I don't Do you know them. how much money the National Treasures podcast loses every month, Ron? No. We can't afford to go and have photos taken together. Right, you do the lesson and I'm going to tidy my desk while you do it. Okay, we're doing biology today, though. You're so kind. I really expected you to say, no, Laura, that's ridiculous. Please pay attention to me. I've prepped hard for this lesson. But you just go, oh, okay. But, hey, how about... How about a little bit of listening, if I make it interesting? I'm very nice. It's like my thing. Yeah, that might be why I'm not learning anything, because I'm like, well, Ron won't hit me if I don't know this. No. Did your teachers used to hit you? <laughs> um, like, hit me with the whole don't disappoint anyone feeling, and now I have such a crushing fear of disappointing anyone that I can't function. Hmm. Hey, how's this, though? I got a pension recently, oh, and... Yeah. um. It's it's like an investment pension type of thing. I don't really understand how it works. But anyway, I now have a wealth manager who manages my wealth. Ooh. Yeah. I found out recently that my pension is something I need to be keeping track of. What do you mean? As in, like, because, you, like, you know, I've, I've been working since I left uni full time. Yeah. Um, like five years now. And, I've, like, I've been paying into a pension the whole time. And apparently I need to keep track of that. Well, they should be adding it up. Surely it's all in one account. Well, no, because, like, you know, different um, companies have different pension providers. Oh, yeah, because you've changed companies. Mm. Yeah, I'm forever seeing adverts on the tube about consolidate all your pensions into one manageable pension. And I think, God, I'm 36 and I've only just got one. Some people are out there with loads. Yeah, I mean, I've got three. Yeah, I am going to be relying on you for food and warmth when I'm an elderly lady, just so that you know. That's okay. Yeah. Unless this podcast really takes off and then I might have something. Do you know what? I had a very vivid daydream this afternoon that you would get asked on Taskmaster before me. <sighs> I planned the whole thing in my head, right, where you'd say to me, Laura, I'm not going to do it because it's really your dream and it's not fair that they've come to me. And I was like, no, Ron, you should do it because the podcast needs the publicity and you're a great guy but you should like make it explicitly clear that it's not fair that you got picked for it even though I've worked really hard in the industry if I got invited on Taskmaster I'm telling you to eat shit and I'm going on Taskmaster (laughs) (laughs) but would you make a fuss and say why are you overlooking Laura she's brilliant comedian yeah once we filmed it no, every day on set, Ron. Why aren't you standing up for my rights? No, no, no. I film all the tasks and then in the studio, I'll yeah. kick up a fuss. Just um, be like, boo, this is everything that's wrong with the entertainment industry. Yeah, uh, but, like, you know, if, if they came to me and they were like, oh, Ron, do you want to be on QI or Mock the Week or something? I'd be like, no, you should ask my... No, my... I'd go on QI. You'd be good on QI. I'd be good on Taskmaster. I'd be way better than you. That's what I was building up to. What? You, well, you'd be better at doing the tasks. Yeah. I don't know if you'd be more entertaining. No, 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 no. But like, that's what I'm saying is that, like, you know, on on a on a average panel show, I'd be like, no, step aside, let Laura do it. On Taskmaster, no, you, I obviously I need to do that. Oh, but. I think QI would be the first panel show I'd put you on. Yeah, I'd be good on QI. Yeah, what would be your dream panel show to go on? Um. By the way, I've nearly finished tidying my desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into the lesson in a bit. Um, <laughs> QI's, QI is up there, and I do really like Sandy Toxvig, but you would just be like, oh, where's Stephen? 
a little oh, bit. Oh, would you? I think I don't so, know. Yeah. I think I prefer Sandy. I think Steve... I'd be more relaxed with Sandy. I do really, really like her, and I think she was the best person for the job um, after Stephen Fry. I miss her on Bake Off. Never watched Bake Off. Oh, I love um, Bake Off, but... Does, does Taskmaster count as a power show? Yeah, I reckon. Well, yeah, that's the absolute dream. It looks like the most fun thing in the world to do. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I really want to go on House of Games as well. She's just um, basically getting paid to play Christmas games. Oh, I, I find that kind of game difficult, though. Oh, I love that sort of thing. I'm so competitive. No, I think no, I no, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that and find that stressful. Wouldn't want to go on pointless. I don't know enough about like soaps or cricket and that sort of thing. Ugh, yeah, I want to go again on pointless because I, I, it was not fair getting off in the first fucking thing. Yeah, and there's um, some things I know loads about. I wouldn't. Um, can't. I haven't really watched many panel shows recently. Oh, I'd yeah, love to go on. I'd love to go on Room One Hundred and One. I have strong opinions about things. What would you put in Room One Hundred and One? Cheersing, first thing. <laughs> What's wrong with cheersing? Oh God, just every round, like, oh, yeah, and then like, well, oh. who are you hanging out with that's cheersing every round? Oh my God, I have a friend that wants to cheers every sip. Who is this friend? You Get know rid Eve. Of him. <laughs> Eve? Yeah. Eve? Oh, Eve. I like you, Eve, but what the hell is this cheersing every sip? Yeah, mad? she's a mad woman. Um, Eve. Oh, God, I'd, I'd get rid of cheersing so quickly. Listen, Eve, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but I've known you since you were, what, 18, mate, and you're like a little sister to me. Pack that the fuck in. Pack it in. Stop it. Some people, like you know, they're like, oh, you've got to make eye contact, you can't cross arms, there's different things you've got to say. Get rid. I just, I don't know, cheersing does not come up that often in my life. I drink I a lot like... more than you. Yeah, I drink alone. Yeah. <laughs> you just drink with, I don't know if you drink more than me, I think you drink with other people more than me. Yeah. I don't mind it if it's just like one other person and like you kind of do it on the first drink or something. Um, again, not Judith. your issue. Um, Cheers with me, Judith. We're alone now. That's fine, but it's uh, and then you've got to clink with everyone at the table. Get rid. That's how I feel about saying hello and goodbye to people. I would love to just leave every event when I'm ready to leave without saying goodbye to anyone, and for that not to be rude. I hate saying goodbye and hello to people. I just think you should be allowed to just melt into whatever room is there and then that's acceptable and then you just melt away again. That's weird. <laughs> Why is that weird? But your weird friends that cheers every 20 seconds aren't. No, they are weird. I'm saying put them in room 101. I'm also saying someone that not only wants to do a, a Irish goodbye, but also wants to do an Irish hello. Yeah, it's but it weird. takes so long. And, like, say you turn up to something and the conversation's already in full flow, and then someone comes in. You have to break off what's happening so that every single person, oh, hello, oh, hello, just... Uh, no, get you don't on. just walk in and say hi, everyone. Yeah, but then people start getting up to do hugs and stuff. It's nasty. Bizarre. Okay, um, should we do the lesson? Have you tidied your desk yet? Yeah, I have actually. All right, hang on. I need to unlock my laptop because it closed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, let us know on the socials. What would you like to put in room one hundred and one? 
what panel shows would you like to see Laura and Ron on and which ones would you want Ron to step aside <laughs> for Laura gallantly <laughs> and which ones would you want Laura to turn down for Ron to do anywho so we're doing biology today Laura yes we're going to do two things we're going to talk about cancer and then we're going to talk about communicable diseases I love this word. Okay. Do you know what cancer is, Laura? Uh, I think it's when you um, start growing cells that aren't meant to be there. In some cases, but actually it's just the growth of the cells that defines the cancer in the first place. So cancer is just the uncontrolled growth of cells. Oh, all right. And that's an official definition, is it? Yes. Biology. Cancer equals uncontrollable growth of cells. Uncontrollable. Well, that's why you sell things, say things like it's spreading like a cancer. Exactly, yeah. This is very, very bad. Growth in multicellular organisms is highly controlled and limited. Okay. Okay. A healthy cell can only reproduce a certain number of times, and we have, like, steadfast genetic mechanisms that prevent it from repeatedly reproducing i've taken a bite of yeah chocolate orange and i saw Um, that and actually i had quite a lot left to say so i was like okay laura's a professional she'll have chewed and swallowed by the time i'm done but no you're really savoring it is that because um the quality control on the cell reduces the number of times it's reproduced. Do they get worse as you reprint them? Um, why it can only reproduce a certain number of times? Yeah. No. Um, we actually um, it, it is, um, we have something at the end of our DNA called telomeres. Um, and basically every time that um, it's... Uh, this isn't part of the syllabus, you know, I'm trying to understand. Um, oh, I've already written it down. Now. It's interesting, though. I've right really guessed on the spelling, though. Um, yeah, we have telomeres at the end of our DNA, and we have something called telomerase, um, which is an enzyme ase. Um, and basically, every time it reproduces, your telomeres get shorter and shorter and shorter, and then it's kind of like a, a, a time limit. But cancer cells, they don't have this. They can keep produ- reproducing. Okay, so a, a cancer cell then is it's not like a special type of cell. It's a cell that's gone rogue. It's any type of cell that's gone rogue. Yeah, they often do. Um, they yeah yeah yeah. A cancer cell is 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 a broad definition of any cell that's that's doing this. Cancer okay. is just uncontrolled growth. So okay. this is bad for obvious reasons. Do you want to hazard a guess as to why this is such a huge problem? Considering that we're made up of cells, so you know having a bunch more feasibly might not be a problem. Well, you get tumours, don't you? So I guess if you've just got this, like, uncontrolled growth of cells, it builds up these, like, big blockages of useless dead cell, I guess. Yep, yeah, so sort of structurally, um, you know, like if you had a, um, an uncontrolled growth in your brain, that's going to start, like, pressing on all the other stuff around it. So structurally, that's an issue, similar, like, like you know, with your lungs or your, your liver, any of these things that have, like, a set f- um, structure. That Can they block issue. nerve signals? Um, I am sure, yeah, I'm sure if you had like a, 
um, a tumour pressing on a nerve that would mess you up. Yeah. Ugh. Um, what about if you had a tumour that was made out of um, a cell that produced something? Oh, my God, yeah. You're going to have piss everywhere. Yeah, so, you know, if, if you had a makes... nephron tumour... Yeah, you'd just be making whiz all the time. You'd piss rocket shooting across the room. So if you have, say, cancer of the liver, you've got too much liver being made, and then you're too good at getting dirt out of your blood? No, because livers are livers are made up livers have a very set out structure. Um and they have several different types of cell that make up the liver. Several you know, cells make tissues, tissues make organs. So they have several different tissues in the in the liver. Right. So if you have a, a, a growth in that, it's not just gonna, you know, tessellate the tissues perfectly. It's just gonna be a wodge of something. So it just makes everything less efficient, and then because it's uncontrolled, it is just going to reproduce, reproduce until you die. Yeah. So um, yeah. So it's also going to use up loads of resources in that area of your body. Oh, to keep reproducing the yeah. cells. Very energy dependent thing yeah. to just keep okay. growing. And then the other thing is like if you get if you had a tumor that was you know let's say you had a tumor in your pancreas or your hypothalamus like a endocrine endocrine gland um, something that produces hormones if you have loads of hormone producing cells that are uncontrollably growing you're just going to be making shitloads of that hormone and that's going to mm. fuck you up and then that's going to have knock-on effects elsewhere in the body exactly that's going to have really wide-reaching effects okay so that makes sense then as to why the cure for cancer is like poison and radioactivity is you're trying to stop those cells so yeah. you are trying to kill off or poison parts of your body. So when it comes to chemotherapy, like the reason that that works is because chemotherapy attacks growing cells or attacks reproducing cells. So that actually happens all over your body. It's the reason why you lose your hair when you go through chemotherapy is mm. because your hair is growing. So it falls out when you have the chemotherapy because that is attacking growing cells. And it just so happens that cancer cells are growing faster than any other cell in your body. So it attacks, you know, they suffer more from it. But every cell in your body suffers from chemotherapy. Gosh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, not all growths are cancers. So a benign tumour is not um, considered a cancer. Is that because... It is con it is growth or unprecedented or unwanted growth, but it's not uncontrollable growth. Yeah, it's it's not out of control. I think it's it's a growth and it, it has grown and it's um, you know, it, it's not how things should be. But um, it says that benign tumors um, they are contained to a specific part of the body um, as well, and they're often contained in a membrane, so they don't invade other body parts, which like a malignant tumor would. Yeah. Um, so that's why sometimes you might have to, excuse me, you might have to wait before, you know, where they go like, oh, it could be cancer, but we don't know, we've got to wait. Is that like measuring the growth in a certain period of time? Mm, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, it's, it's probably, I think you can tell by looking at the, the structure and the makeup of the cells quite a right. lot. Um, I think you, I think cancer cells... 
cancer cells, I think, are one of those things where when you see like a micro, uh, a, a microscope image of them, they do look evil. Like they're kind of jaggedy. Like you know that Rupert the Bear book that we had when I was a kid that had that. Um, <laughs> Did uh, not see that segue coming. <laughs> it had that horrible little thistle boy. What? The horrible thistle boy, and he was oh, really I need mean. To this. What are you talking about, thistle boy? I don't know if he was. Rupert I think he might have been made out of thorns. Bear. Uh, what is Ron talking about? Oh, he was horrible. He haunted my nightmares as a child. <laughs> Why did you have a Rupert the Bear book? You were born after me. Oh, uh, what? Well, <laughs> spiky boy. <laughs> he was like, he was, uh, he was made out of thorns or something. Oh, wait. Is he called Ra- Raggedy? Google Raggedy. Yeah. Okay, oh. so he looks kind of like a mosquito with barbed wire for hair. Isn't he awful? Yeah, what is he supposed to be? Like, um, I'm looking at... Hang on, let me send it to you. Because there, there looks like there's a couple of different versions of him. Um... Oh, God, he gives me the willies. I hate him. Where did you encounter him? In a Rupert the Bear book. What, what Rupert the Bear? I don't remember having a Rupert the Bear book. Maybe um, maybe it was Grandma and Grandpa's? This yeah. this image of him. Hang on. Are you showing it to me or is it on WhatsApp? It's on WhatsApp web. Hang on, let me open the WhatsApp web. I closed it so I could pay attention to you. Appreciate that. You're welks. Oh, yeah. It looks kind of like... You know, in winter, when trees have lost their leaves and then you get the really cool, like, silhouette of black trees against a sunset or just the paler sky. He looks like he's made of those bare black leaves and also kind of a mosquito in a tunic. Yeah, and that's kind of what cancer cells look like. They, they are cursed. They look, they look mm. evil. Oh. What, um, what did Raggedy do? What was he meant to be? Oh, I don't... He was, he was horrible. Um, <laughs> was he actually a horrible character or did you just not like the image? I think... I, it, 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 certainly I just didn't like the image, but I think it was... Um, I think he was mainly just kind of a grouch and he didn't necessarily, <laughs> like, hurt other people, but Rupert was... I don't really remember what Rupert the Bear's character is like, but I think Rupert was all like, let's be friends, let's eat honey. Um, and then That's Raggedy's true. like, No! Raggedy is a wood troll living in Nutwood Common. He made his debut in Rupert and Raggedy. Yeah. What's a wood troll? There's not much about him online. I can only see this one picture. Oh, he is in villains, though. He's in TV series characters, characters, male characters and villains. See, I've just found a YouTube video called Raggedy... What? Scariest kids character. I mean, from let TV us know. ever. <laughs> ever. Let let us know in the comments if you also have Raggedy haunting your dreams on the regular. Uh, are you Team Ron on the Raggedy Honestly, fear? 
Raggedy never really, never really scared me from what I remember as a child, but I remember my mum being terrified of him, and she always was since a child. I completely forgot about him until today when my mum bought a vintage Rupert annual. I don't for the life of me know why, and inside there was a story about Raggedy. I told her it was in there, in here, and she completely freaked. Admittedly, him as a puppet is definitely pretty creepy. Not so much as a drawn cartoon. That's the top comment on this video. For a second, I thought you were just telling me about it, and I was like, I don't think Mum was scared of Rackety. Well, I think Mum was like a functioning adult woman, but you were telling me about something else. We should message Mum about Rackety, though. I bet she knows what I'm on about. Yeah, so, um, that's Rackety. <laughs> There are lots of factors that affect cancer development. Can you name a few, Laura? Uh, smoking, drinking, diet, exercise, getting enough sleep, sun. Yeah. Exposure to radioactivity. So they can be broadly split. Carcinogens. Yeah, they can be broadly split into two categories. Environment. I think I deserved more praise than just... It was really good. Yeah, say it then, you fucking dunce. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I come and see you, I can dress up as Raggedy. <laughs> I'll get off the Eurostar just Raggedy. Just wake you up in the morning, dress as Raggedy over your bed. I'll bring you a Rupert outfit. I really don't like that as an idea. Um, they could be broadly split into two categories: environmental and genetic. Okay. Environmental includes. Basically everything you said. Genetic is genes. Yeah, all right. Um, and, I mean, we can go into that a bit if you want. I don't know if anyone on this podcast particularly wants a lecture about what can give you cancer. I mean, I think we know, don't we? We get told yeah, quite a it lot. it comes up, like... <laughs> it's all the stuff that's nice to do. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um... But yeah, um, unless you read the Daily Mail and then you're never sure whether red wine is going to give you cancer or cure cancer, they put a lot of pressure on red wine to be everything. Mm. Antioxidants. Yeah, but oxygen's good for you. Yeah, but oxygen and oxidants are different. What? Do you not see how they're different words? <laughs> Yeah, but oxidant and accident are basically the same word, and they're the same. Are they? I don't know. I just found out I don't know what an oxidant is. What's an oxidant? I don't know. I thought you knew. You were the one talking about them. Oh, like an... Oh, I... Th yeah, no, an oxidant's not like an accident. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's um, that word that's the opposite of the orient? Is that an oxidant? Occidental. Doesn't that mean something? The western part of the world, yes, yeah, the opposite yeah, of the, the Orient. Yeah, the oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the opposite of Orient, I think. Yeah. I know stuff, Ron. I half know loads of things. Well done. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's cancer. Thoughts? Sounds bad. It is bad. 
Um, yeah. Uh, let's move on in our comedy podcast um, to infection and response. Cool. What are you doing on your laptop, Laura? Thinking of a tweet. Why? Um, because I don't find it very easy to focus. Yeah, focus up, please. Because okay. you, we just dealt with a difficult subject. <laughs> yeah, sorry that you had to deal and with I, raggedy on the same day you're dealing with the cancer subject. That's I very difficult raggedy. for you. I brought that on myself. Um, My notes are not good, Ron, so far. I've written telomeres, which you said is not important. Raggedy from Rupert Bear. And then I put environmental stuff, genetics, genes. So let's up this game. I don't feel like that's on me. I think I did quite a good job of explaining that. Yeah, well, but this it's is only as good as what makes the paper. You know what, though? This is why your biology scores aren't what you'd expect from listening to the episode. Is because you're more interested and you get it, so then you feel like you don't have to write it down. But then why haven't I still got it next week? Because your brain is broken. Yeah. How do we fix that? You write it down. Oh, I'm trying to. What should I have written down? Well, all of the stuff that we talked through, whereas okay, you just on, kind of wrote notes. about raggedy. Cells, cells go wild. Um, what did you say? You said... Why can I only uh, find this one picture of raggedy? <laughs> I want to see more. <laughs> why? You don't like it. Yeah, it's a... Because, like, why is it just that this... picture, though? It should be everywhere. He's awful. No, yeah, but Rupert was, like, he... I don't know if Rupert's been, like, niche again yet, has he? I don't know. Not Does niche, he have that's a not the word personality? I think he was, like, just a goody two-shoes, wasn't he, Rupert? There's not even a picture of Raggedy in the bloody Rupert the Bear wiki. Who's reading the Rupert the Bear wiki? You, you creep. And you're specifically looking for a character you're scared of. Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Did you ever watch um, The Raccoons? Were you scared of Cyril Sneer? No, I never watched that, I think. Oi, uh, stop perving on raggedy and talk to me. <laughs> Oxidants basically are very powerful mutators. Powerful mutators. If you say mutator as mutator, <laughs> it's like a cow potato. Mm, delicious. Right, we're moving on, okay? To infection yes. and response. Okay. Do you know what a pathogen is? Um, it's a bad thing, I believe. Yes, but... Um, I don't know. Mm, is it like a spore of virus that gets in you? So, Stop yeah, looking it's, at it's Raggedy! Like I'm looking at the silly bus. Ron just picked up his phone and flounced it onto the screen to show me. Pathogens. Your, your laptop's hot. I can hear the fan again. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, well, I do know why. I've got a billion tabs open, but I need those tabs. 
He needs those tabs. Hey, look, my eyebrows are so, so thick you can't tell which one's chocolate orange and which one's my eyebrow. <laughs> they made chocolate oranges really veiny nowadays. Look at that. You really said that with, like, you know, like, when you're a kid and you're allowed to, like, sit at a grown-up's table for a meal and then you're like, I've got a joke. <laughs> that was really the vibe with which you said that, which for a professional comedian, it's, quite, it's very funny. I think that is my vibe. Not just as gracious that you're allowed to speak. Yeah. No, I should vibe. always be speaking. I'm very fun. I'm fun to be around me. I'm a blast at any party. Right, so a pathogen is like a virus or a bacteria that causes... I said that! Just because I've said something doesn't mean I'm disagreeing <laughs> Yeah, but you. you didn't give me any praise when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you needed that much validation. That is reasonable. If somebody is out of their comfort zone and trying their best and they you say what's a pathogen and they give you like a dictionary definition answer, you could say, yeah. What was your answer? Said it's like a a virus or a bacteria spore (laughs) that gets in you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you. Fucking hell, that's all you had to say. I mean, it's episode 33. Oh, it's not episode 33 of what is a pathogen, though, is it? No, but I can't just, can't just be patting you on the back all Yes, you can. Yes, I you just, can. I don't feel like I reacted badly to that. You didn't say anything. <laughs> You just sat there and then moved Carried on. on with the content. Oh, my God. No wonder I'm not learning anything. I don't even know if what I'm saying is right or wrong because there's no no support coming for me. I'll tell you if you're wrong. How about that? Yeah, fucking I know you will. You're just like Dad. So pathogens... Like, Laura, um... well done. Oh, my goodness. You are so lovely and you're trying really hard. So pathogens <laughs> microorganisms like viruses or bacteria that cause infectious diseases. Infectious Otherwise known as communicable. 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 Oh, we're going up a honey communicable. <laughs> a pathogen can't survive on its own. Oh, like me. Yeah, you're, you're a pathogen. <laughs> <laughs> they depend on the host. Sometimes, like in, in different ways, like viruses literally cannot reproduce on their own. They that are... makes them a parasite. No. Why? Makes them a pathogen. And a pathogen is a parasite. Where have you got that from? Because they depend on the host. They can't survive on their own. No, that's the definition of a pathogen. What's a parasite, then? 
I think a parasite is like a multicellular organism that depends on a host. I think a yeah, par- I'm sure you. I'm sure you can be a pathogen and a parasite. Look at us. Yeah, I think parasites are pathogens. I don't think all pathogens are parasites. I think they are. Are viruses parasites? Yes. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not. Shut up, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. Um, yeah, viruses can't even reproduce without them. Bacteria can, but pathogenic bacteria will want to, you know, the conditions inside your body are much, much better, which is why they start spreading as soon as they get in. I don't think the conditions inside What are you my reading? Body... I can see your lips moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because I was talking to you. But you are reading. I'm not reading. I'm choosing a new screensaver. Why? (laughs) Because you're not being very kind, so why do I listen? You don't listen. (laughs) I am. I've been listening. You said pathogens and parasites are the same thing, which I'd already said. We could have saved 20 minutes there. I've changed it to a real nice picture of Mackie. It was already a they picture of Mackie. They produce toxins that damage the tissues around them. That's why you feel sick when you've been infected with these things. Um, what do? What are you saying? Who does? What we're going to talk about in this no, section... No, run! Go back! <laughs> well, focus up then, jump. Pathogens, pathogens. Yes. Pathogens make you sick. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was what we backed up for. Well, I don't know. What bacteria and viruses make you sick. What else, why, why do they make you sick? Because they make toxins that damage tissues and that makes you feel ill. Make toxins bash up tissues. So basically what we're going to talk about in this section is how you can avoid diseases by essentially avoiding contact with them, but then also about how the body tries to keep them out are natural defences. What's the number one... Defence we have against pathogens, Laura? Washing your hands for 30 seconds. I mean, in terms of our anatomy? White blood cells. No, before that. Skin. Skin, yeah. Keeps the pathogens out. You're in like a leather bag. How are they going to get in? Mm. That's why when you have a cut, you have to keep it clean. Exactly. And then once they get in, yeah, we've got the immune system that um, destroys them and gets rid of them. Yes. You need we'll talk about antibiotics all the holes in... in your body to be full of acid. Only one of the holes in your body is full of acid. Maybe your body, not mine. Which uh, one? Your tummy. There's no hole in my tummy. Your mouth gets stuff to your tummy. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like my mouth's full of acid. No. Your vagina has a pH level. It does. Yep. Well, everything's got a pH level. Yeah. Your vagina Especially is acidic. So. Yeah, keeping all the bugs out. Yeah. If you've got a dirty dick, it's going to deal with it. <laughs> Antibiotics we'll talk about And we'll talk about antibiotic resistance So that's fun 
Oh, yeah, Therese Coffey said I can just take one antibiotic, throw the rest of the packet in the bin or pass it along to my friends. Yeah, that's mad because everyone really um, wasted their harumphing over that picture of her drinking wine and smoking a cigar that she actually turned out to be a fucknut. <laughs> I love that picture of her. I'm like, that looks like a politician I want to hang out with in that photo. Yeah, she I mean, spilt a fizz down her front. She's chuffing on us. I'm like, yeah, finally. Well, it's just, I don't know, just like picking, like picking straw, like, ugh. Some doctors smoke, but they still know what they're talking about. The fact that she's smoking and having a glass of wine, it doesn't matter a fucking thistle's dick. Like, it's just the fact that she has no qualifications yeah. for the job is the main problem. Ugh. How long have we been going? Uh, about six months at this point. Unhelpful. In two weeks' time, it'll be our Valentine's Day episode, Ron. The truth about what is love. Ooh, we should do a Valentine's Day episode. I've already put it in the schedule, mate. Oh, have you? Yes, we stopped updating that schedule many months ago. No, I keep on top of it. <laughs> That's not true. That if is, it check is, the it's a recent, schedule right now. Check it's a schedule. recent development. Check the schedule right now, Ronald. I'm checking. Yeah. Okay, what about the columns that say edited and uploaded that stop on episode three, the first day of releases? <laughs> well, what you... about the episode titles that stop on episode nine? Well, those aren't needed anymore. But the rest of them, in terms of when the Christmas episode is going out and when other future fun episodes are going out, those are in the structure. I see. Okay. I get Apology it. denied. <laughs> Well, how long have we been recording? Uh, in minutes. Yes. Four times ten to the power one. Forty. Two, yeah. Okay. 4.2 times ten to the power one. So much of that was raggedy chairs. <laughs> I did my dissertation on uh, antibiotic resistance. Yeah? Yeah. When are antibiotics going to stop working and the population will die? Um, well, probs never. We'll, just, well, we need new antibiotics is the thing. Where are we going to get them from? We could develop them. We can find more in nature. Because antibiotics are often found because they're natural defences of bacteria. And we actually aren't very good at cultivating bacteria. It's a very narrow schleff of bacteria that we can cultivate. So if we improve these things... God, and uh, we've just put them all in yoghurt instead of doing anything functional with them. What do you mean? That's where you get bacteria, isn't it? Yoghurt. Well, like, no, but, like, you know, there's there's hundreds upon millions of um, bacteria species, like, in the soil that we can't mm. cultivate. They probably have antibiotics that we could use. Why can't they just... Let's get more scientists on that, then. Let's just take all scientists... Stop making new hand dryers and cars and stuff and do reducing CO2 in the atmosphere and antibiotics. Everyone working on stuff, get on that. Yeah, and if you listen to this podcast and you don't finish a course of antibiotics when you're given one, fuck off. And if you listen to this podcast and you want to send me some praise... You're welcome. LexEducation at gmail.com. Yeah, if someone wants to do a supercut where every, after everything Laura says, they just go, uh-huh, yeah, good job, Laura. 
Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> All right, so we're pausing there then. The yeah. net, the quiz better be 99% raggedy questions. Well, <laughs> nut word. <laughs> All right, Ron, quiz. Yeah. Ron, um, yeah. Uh, we've done that before. I um, hate that song. I know you do. It's weird, though. It's so great. Um, it's quiz time. We did... What did we do last week? Oh my god, it feels like forever. Oh, bio- oh, cancer and things like that. Okay, I feel good about this quiz. I can do this. Can you hear Gnocchi squealing in the background? Is she trying to come in? She loves Gnocchi. the podcast. Oh yeah. Gnocchi. I'm going to let her it's in. It's been a while Gnocchi. since we had Gnocchi on the podcast. I didn't hear what you said then. I said, hi, Nyuki. She is sniffing the biscuits. <laughs> that sounds like a fun euphemism. Spent the weekend um, sniffing biscuits. Yeah, so we actually, um, we didn't um, cover loads of content last time, so it's a light quiz. I love a light quiz. My best kind. Ooh, don't knock over the microphone, little one. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura, there's only three points in this quiz. Okay. Go over there then. <laughs> um, Laura, what defines a cancer? Uncontrollable growth of cells, Ron. Yes, well done. I was thinking about this because someone commented on one of my videos the other day, she's as unfunny as cancer. and <laughs> Or she's as funny as cancer. And I was trying to... Um, not reply to trolls but in order to not reply i have to come up with the response just in my head so that i can drop it and Mm. i was trying to come up with a sassy comeback that was like yeah my career has got uncontrollable growth (laughs) 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 it's not really like a zitty sweet burn (laughs) little do they know your benign little (laughs) career (laughs) growing in a sack Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of, question number two. Why are benign tumours not considered cancerous? Because uh, they don't have uncontrollable growth. Yes, but can you elaborate? Um... <sighs> They just grow a little bit, but they're not growing fast enough that they're going to take over everything. Um, they have telomeres. All right, no, no, <laughs> you've, you've strayed into what is quickly becoming known as just saying things. Um, no, uh, so they are contained to a specific part of the body. Oh. Uh, and they are often contained in a membrane. That's why I said you're benign career in a sack mm, I don't think we talked about that we did but that's okay um, hey and Ron it's f- a fruit episode ooh kiwi like a kiwi 
Yeah. Have I told the have I told the Kiwi story before? I don't know. <clears throat> My mate Max, who you you've met before. Yeah. Um, Nutella. He, he claims he pronounces that, Nutella weird. He claims that his aunt was in the room when kiwis were named kiwis. <laughs> now he does you know, he doesn't have the audacity to say that it was her idea, but claims she, she was, was in, in the, room. the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. Do you know what they were called before that? Um, no. Chinese gooseberries. I thought that was a whole different fruit. Like a, it's, I thought a phasalis was a Chinese gooseberry. Wait, let me double check this fact. I mean, the whole story is bullshit. So I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if that was wrong too. I thought Chinese gooseberry was those little like orange things that come in a paper lantern. No, a Chinese gooseberry is a kiwi. I was correct. Oh, what am I thinking of then? You are thinking of a phasalis. Yeah. That's called a cape gooseberry oh. or a golden berry. Or a Chinese lantern. There we go. I've mixed up the load of it. Well, thank you, Max's auntie, for solving yeah. all our issues. Um, anyway, um, last question in the quiz, Kiwis aside. Um, what, 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 what's a pathogen? Um, a pathogen is... A thing that can't survive alone. It depends on a host. It's a yep, virus or a bacteria. Yep, that um, that could be true of things that aren't pathogens, though. Mackie depends on you. No, she doesn't. She's independent she, mistress. She's not. She is. She's essentially a small furry pocket that food falls into. <laughs> Aww. Oh, and out of. <laughs> and out of. Um, yeah, so I said it's a virus or bacteria. Yeah, but um, what about bifidus digestivus? Uh, Good bacteria. Pathogens make toxins which bash up your tissues, make you sick. Yeah. And they're communicable. So- <laughs> Yeah, so they depend on the host and they are um, antagonistic to that host, the bath. Yeah, and they're allergic to your skin. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Two out of three. Smashing it. Raising the bar on the old biology. Whoop-de-boo. Well, thank you very much for teaching me, Ron. I've had a smashing time. Thank you for learning, Laura. Thank you for being my brother, Ron. <laughs> That's okay. No, thanks for being your sister. <laughs> thanks. For, I've got three. It's fine. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so there you go. Who'd have thought in an episode all about cancer, raggedy would be the most terrifying thing we discussed? I think that there's going to be a broad wave of support from I think a lot of people are going to have had to Google him to find it. Rupert the Bear is so retro and he hasn't had that come around and be cool again moment. No, because there's nothing to him. No. And there are, there are several other iconic British bears. Yeah. Paddington and Pooh just shit all over yeah. Rupert. Um, but nothing compares to Raggedy. 
I'm going to get you a raggedy toy. There must be someone on Etsy that's making raggedy toys. Really horrific. It's like the Min Pins. Ah, Don Mini. used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. Little Billy. What are you up to in there? I'm being being good, good, mother. (laughs) Horrific. And then the devil starts talking to him. Yeah. And the thing is, so we're... we're, um, where host of the podcast Laura Lex and I grew up um, is like a like a, a, a country like um, old farmhouse, and then there's just fields from that point onwards. Like it's on the edge of the village that we're from, and I used to like like I could so vividly picture little Billy sat at the window because it's just trees and the green. dining room window. Yeah, dining room yeah, window. Mum in the kitchen. Little Billy, what are you up to in this? And like I could. I could see the fucking devil, man, um, tempting me outside. <laughs> you always were outside as a kid, though. You were out there oh, digging. Digging for the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get it, get to his house, get rid of it. Excavating Ooh, that sink. The weird end oh. to the episode now. <laughs> I'm really stressed. Well, there we go. Was it Ron's worst episode ever? Not as a performance, but as for the psychological damage that he's taken. Um, uh, so, hey, we love you very much. Thanks for listening. If you want a bit more of us and to help us financially support the podcast, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Lex Education. And um, if you can't afford that, we absolutely know money's tight for a lot of people. Hey, leave us a review somewhere or spread the word, retweet things. Let's just get as many listeners as we can so that we're the next big hot sexy thing yeah and if you want more incentive to financially help us know that i've not put a bean into this podcast so it's all come from oh, laura yeah, um, so <laughs> one person is shouldering the costs and she'd like some help hey it's fine um but hey we want to give you more things and build the team we love you though and we'll see you next week when it's chemistry yeah Ooh. cluster smith you you raggedy janets You've got the noisy chair. (laughs) Yeah, I had it for all of years and years as well. (laughs) You are the worst.